0: pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches.
3: Hey, what's up, y'all? T-Bob here. Reminded you that you can come hang out with me and Aaron Murray live on AMP Monday through Thursday. AMP is a new live radio app. You just download it from the Apple Store. You can actually call in, text in, chat with us directly during the show. It's a ton of fun. We're at Snaps, right? Snaps, your favorite college football podcast. At Snaps, Monday through Thursday, 1 Eastern, noon central on AMP. Download it and come hang out with us today. Welcome back. It is a brand new episode of Snaps, your favorite daily college football podcast uh if you're listening on you know through like apple or spotify or whatever and uh what about say doesn't really matter you if that's how you listen every day just continue to do so Rate review and share with your friends if you're used to hanging out with us at youtube.com slash at volume snaps we love hanging out live we're continuing to have a bit of technical issues obviously we're going to get this all hammered out during the summer so come fall time we're going to be back at well whatever we'll be back sooner in the fall live all i'm saying is today another pre-recorded episode but uh youtube.com slash at volume snaps the episode will still live there segments will like it subscribe it, share with your friends please help us to grow the show if you enjoy it uh i am one of your hosts t bob a bear and i'm joined as always by
4: aaron murray qb1 how are we feeling aaron? Yo, 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 what's up happy monday to everyone excited for uh next week sec yeah, media man. day Bob and I will be in person shooting some content, which is always great. So be on the lookout for that next week. Continue to share, subscribe, all the stuff T-Bob said, but just a week closer, plain simple, a week closer to football, man. And I think after next week, it's going to feel even more uh, like football season after we are in Nashville for for a few days.
3: Okay, okay, okay. I thought, okay, you you kind of landed the plan there. I thought you were going to say, and after next week, it's going to feel even closer. And I was going to say, well, yeah, Aaron, that is how time tends yeah. to work. But I feel you, after, after we get lubed up with a little Ooh. SEC media day, we're going to be ready to roll. Uh, I've been trying to come up with content ideas for next week. All I've got so far is I really want to do the rolling bar show, if, if we could somehow work that out. And um, I'm cutting a pair of jeans into jorts. And I want to wear a cowboy hat, uh, cowboy boots, and some jorts. It's about as far as it goes. Ooh, okay. Here's off the top of the head brainstorm. We could do uh, a Northwestern thing where we like put some masks on and we just go around. We hold down strangers in the street and start dry humping them. It's a little mm, man on soon? the street type
4: action. Too soon? Too soon? Um, too soon? Well,
3: it is a bit too <laughs> soon because we're not going to talk soon? about Northwestern until the end of the show, Aaron. So it's a great call. Wait around until the end if you want to hear My opinions there, we're going to start talking underdogs, Um, not the dog that you've become. Maybe at a time UGA was now y'all are the top dogs. And although I appear to be the only voice in media who's telling y'all the truth, um, I don't know if you're going to love to hear this, Aaron. And the college football playoff era, there has been one. Preseason favorite that has gone on to win the national championship. And that was 2017 Bama. They were plus 250. Now, to be fair, UGA sitting pretty, an even bigger favorite right now at plus 220. Um, but as I've told you plenty of times before, I don't know if UGA fans have been paying attention to the news. And I don't want to, my goal is not to make UGA fans scared. Again, honesty is something that uh, guides every action that I take. Um, but Word on the street is your boy Stetson Bennett is tearing up NFL camp. And all you Bulldog fans are going to come. Well, you're going to see, but I'm telling you to already. You have to accept that even though you convinced yourself you're winning games in spite of Stetson Bennett, you are winning games because of Stetson Bennett. And there's just no guarantee that Carson Beck's that guy. Okay? I mean, the Rams are out here trying to trade Matt Stafford. Now it probably has to be yeah. $59 million. But still, Warden Street, it's Stetson's ball. So can you replace him, Munkin? Maybe, but probably not. We've never seen three in a row. We've only seen one other favorite win it. So today we're going to do some underdogs. Aaron, stop saying we've never first. seen
4: three in a row. We have seen three in a row, t bob no, It just hasn't no. been through the 30s. Like you, can't, you have to stop saying that. It no. has been done before. It has. It has. Um, been 90 years but it has been done I, I don't give don't, a damn when it was done it was still done
3: I don't count records uh pre-integration or pre-major world war 2 uh it just it just it just doesn't or covid or or the covid year or right. absolutely don't count the oh, COVID year. Don't be sorry do, that. I, I went don't. off again during a commercial break with the fellas this morning on my morning show. Mm-hmm. And the more and more, like, okay, we're going to talk Northwestern. Look at how good w- Northwestern was COVID year, and then look at the yeah. two years surrounding it. COVID Shit. was a bullshit year of football. Nothing should count from 2020 or it should have a giant asterisk next to it but whatever so if we know then if we hear on snaps except that it's fact that georgia will not win another national championship well where do we put our money then what's the play and we came up with a little game here we're going to choose two um uh, realistic underdogs i would say where they got a pretty good shot maybe look for some value and then we're going to choose two true dark horse long shots or maybe you're going to get so value as well so aaron uh i allowed you first pick and thus i will allow you to start us off what is one of your realistic underdogs to win the natty here
4: you know i gotta go with usc the trojan Mm -hmm. boys out west uh plus i think we're at 1600 right now is what we got them at Uh, the reigning heisman trophy winner in his third season in this offense which has been one of the best offenses uh under lincoln riley for eight nine years now so They're going to put up stupid stats. They filled every single hole they need to fill when it comes to guys they lost last season. They went and got a running back. They went and got a top uh, receiver. They got talented. Those positions already. They did a great job recruiting. Got once again, a very talented offensive line. I know you love the offensive line last year. I think they'll be just as good this year. Offense is going to be great. They're going to score 40 points per game. There's 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 no doubt in my mind. They're not going to do that. The focus was defense. Can you get better? They went and got four or five guys in the defensive line from across the country to transfer in. They got guys in the secondary at the linebacking position. They filled those holes. Can those guys come in there and plug in and be day one starters? I think they're good enough to do that. They improved on that side of the football. And it's not like they had to get they have to get better. Let me let me refer you. They have to get better. Mm-hmm. They don't need to get. Five, six, seven points per game better. I just need them to get three points per game better. If they can do to that, win in Natty, to win in Natty. You don't think they need to win in to top natty, Twenty-five defense. Nope, I don't think they need top thirty. To, with that offense, they do not need to be a top team. Ohio State last year was not a top defense. They were a receiver away from being in the national championship and probably smoking TCU. Yep. A receiver away. Let's be honest. They're a receiver away from staying healthy in that game versus Georgia from being in the national championship and winning the national championship. Why? Because they had an elite quarterback and they had an elite receiver. Yep. And an elite offense. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. So I think they could be better on defense, and I think they'll be just as good, if not better, on offense if Caleb Williams not going to stays healthy. So I love USC. I love their chances. They got a couple hard games on the road this year. Uh, they're at Notre Dame, which is always going to be a tough one. Uh, and then they're at Oregon, which I, Oregon, I'm going to be talking about here in a little bit, um, is a great team heading into this season as well. You get Utah at home. That's been the big bugaboo for them. Can they take care of business? We'll see how healthy Cam Rising is this season coming off the injury. But uh, I'm I'm sipping the Kool-Aid, man. This is USC's year to get back going again and, and legitimately compete for national championship.
3: Uh, to be fair. That is a team that jumps off the screen to me as well. Plus 1,600 just feels good when you have the best quarterback in the game of football. Uh, but what else I think? I'm a little chalky with this next one. Now, not full chalk, right? Alabama's second best out Ohio State third. I actually don't believe in either of those teams. But then right there at number four, you're going to tell me I get Michigan plus 1,000? a Michigan team that returns JJ McCarthy again this time with a full offseason knowing he is the guy that started I me. Mean, we've had these Wolverine conversations before. A Michigan team that just beat the fuck out of Ohio State the last couple of years and I mean like not even just score wise but like beat them uh like they were physically inferior children as 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 an adult would to a misbehaving child uh in the 50s when that thing was allowed. Uh that type of behavior I should say. Um They have the fifth most returning production in the entire country. They they return over 80% of their offensive production, 78% of their defensive production. Remember 80% is that threshold where a team gets markedly better. Um, They have the beat UGA period. So they're making no bones about it. Like their goals are bigger. Like their goals are to lift a trophy. We all know what ended up happening with the beat Ohio state period. Well, they're doing just that. So yeah, man, I mean, I don't know why, I I guess, I guess I do know why Michigan's behind Alabama and uh, Ohio State. I mean, obviously you just trust Nick Saban and and you see the recruiting. Um, And then as far as Ohio State goes, they constantly feel a bit more dynamic. But even though I know with their replacement quarterback, they'll probably still throw like 40 touchdowns. I just feel so much better about the solidity, the direction, and all the returning pieces for the Michigan Wolverines. So Michigan plus a thousand, easy i love as a as a realistic pick uh this next one i didn't love but i kind of talked myself into and it's clemson plus 1600 now i know it's very fashionable to hate on clemson and uh i understand all the reasons why and i love making fun of Dabo as much as the next person um i mean the name image and likeness quote uh talking about jesus was righteous gemstones level of good um, so I I I get it all okay, but what I also see is again a guy who's done it before in Dabo mm-hmm. a, a couple of times. Uh, I see a five-star quarterback in K- Clay Klubnik who I believe was in a shitty offense. Um, now DJ Uangalea has told us as much, even if he maybe has a bit of a motive to say so. Um, they hire Garrett Riley, which I'm in love with that Garrett Riley hire, and as we're going to see when I get to the major underdogs, the ACC is weak. Right. So like if you're looking for underdogs to win championships, a great place to start is which conference feels most winnable, because by doing that, you set yourself up to make the playoff. And if Clemson beats Florida State, I mean, I think they got maybe like one other game that could be tough. So yeah, give me Clemson plus 1600
4: Hmm. with Mm -hmm. Garrett Riley. Lincoln Riley's no, brother. No 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 no. No, 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 no. That ain't happening. i got a quarterback, man. I was at I was at a uh, engagement party this weekend and some drunk Clemson fan came up to my face talking mad shit about how Clemson's gonna dunk on everyone, then rolled into a, a beating Georgia to start next season off. I'm yes. like <laughs> yes. First off, kid, back up two steps, take a deep breath. Y'all ain't that good this year, so it ain't going to happen, first off. All right, uh, why it's not going to happen. Wait, wait, wait,
3: wait. So your reasoning why it's not going to happen is because a drunk Clemson fan accosted you at a wedding and you had to beat him off?
4: No, why is because it they don't happen? have a quarterback or receivers. That's why they're that, not going to I just said Kate Klubnick, the, former 5 They Fyster. don't have a quarterback. Oh they don't have God. a quarterback or receivers this year. That's why they're not going to win it. And the other reason why they're not going to win it is because Florida State is the better football team heading into the season. Mm. You got the quarterback in Georgia. Travis was the hottest quarterbacks to finish the season off last year. You got receivers. You got running backs. You got offense. Line. The entire offense returns. Plus, the entire defense also returns. See, well, yeah. 20 points given up per game last year. They returned that star power on the defense side of the football. This team doesn't have a weakness elite offense a quarterback who gained a ton of confidence last year you hope he carries it over this year a defense that's going to be one of the best defenses in the country heading into the season and a coach who's now in his fourth season you got the culture built as well at plus i think 2500 right now
3: yeah i love florida state i think florida
4: state's right in i think florida state wins the acc florida state's gonna be one of the final four teams in there and if, if jordan travis continues to progress the way he progressed last year they are one of the most complete teams in college football. There's really not a hole to pick when it comes to the Seminoles heading to the season. Uh to be fair, other than their coach hasn't won a national championship or their coach be, hasn't yeah, won a Yeah, but this or what, what that. coach that, has won
3: a natty, though? I, I just, mean that's you
4: know it. I uh, that's it though. I would say I would say this to be fair,
3: if I'm being objective. I like Florida State plus 2,500, way better than Clemson plus 1,600. Not to say that I like Florida State more than Clemson to win it, but at those odds, I would take FSU. All right, now let's talk two major underdogs. Aaron, start us off.
4: All right, two major underdogs for me. uh, First, I'm going to say in the Pac-12, I just love this conference this year, is Oregon. And I mentioned it earlier, USC has to go on the road to Eugene, which is one of the most daunting places to, to play a football game in America, end of the season, you got Bo Nix, who I, I've I've loved Bo Nix for a long time. Loved him at Auburn. Didn't get enough credit for what he did with, with complete crap around him. Was tremendous last year as a starting quarterback year one. He's played a lot of football. as a dynamic thrower and runner. He's got his running backs back. He's got his, his, his receivers back. They also have a, a great amount of guys back on the defense side of the football. There's just like a top of Florida State. There's not a lot of holes to pick when you look at Oregon heading into this season. Um, and it just, it, Bo Nix gives me a lot of confidence as well. So I I, I like Oregon right now. I think they're mid 3000s, somewhere around there. Uh, um, yeah. I think plus 3,500. I think that's a great value pick so. with a quarterback with as much experience as he does with the town around him. And they get USC at home.
3: I fucking love Dan Lanning. Ever since I saw that tattoo, he got his love handle. I mean, just an all-time stoner bro tat. Good job, Dan. Uh, I, I'll, I'll go, okay. I'm going to be kind of similar. I'm going to do a Pac-12. And I'm going to go with my guy, Michael Penix Jr. and Kalen DeBoer. More talk on Washington coming to Mars. I'm not going to do too hard here. But plus 3,500. 11-2 and two last year. Okay, let's remember that. 11 wins for the Huskies last year. Now, another year of Pinnocks, they return the best receiving core in the entire nation, two sophomores that, as sophomores, now they'll be juniors, but as sophomores, had over 75 catches, over 1,000 yards, and over seven touchdowns a piece. Oh, and the third leader receiver was a freshman. Okay, everybody's back. Um, I like getting... Uh, who, who do they have at home? Uh, that's good. They kind to go on the road to USC. I hate that on the road to Oregon state hate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do get Oregon at home. Okay. So whatever, probably not going to happen, but if you got to take a flyer, I'll always go with the guy who I think is the best quarterback. And I think Michael Penix Jr. Is even better than your boy, Bo Nix. So, uh, let's go now for my major underdog here to win it all. Y'all are going to accuse me of being a flip-flopper. Of talking out of both sides of my mouth. Um, and you know, I will I will take these arrows as I always do and stride with the magnanimity and august nature of one who is above such uh small opinions and small thoughts because I kind of love this to win the natty now, the Oklahoma Sooners at plus Ooh. six. 1000 That's a massive number. But when you look at Oklahoma's schedule, it's easy. I mean, if they overcome Texas, like Texas, they should win every other game. They are going to be significantly more talented than every single team that they play, save for Texas. Uh, and you know how I feel about Texas. Like Texas mm-hmm. and Sark are just as bad, if not worse. And if, that's a big if, but if Brent Venables Figures out the defense like he should, because that is his background. If he does, well, then watch out. And I also think Dylan Gabriel remains a very big gift. But, like, I could see a world where Dylan Gabriel becomes very good. But the point is, once again, we check the boxes, okay? You got a returning quarterback, which I like as an element here. You got a a school that has more championships in high, you know, the top five program of all time. Um, You got an easy conference. Where you should be better than every single team that you play. And I have been Britt Venables hater number one. Uh, but like I've constantly said, it's just because what he's shown me, right? Like on the recruiting trail, I've already had to eat crow. I thought Venables would be a shitty recruiter. He is killing. He got another five star tight end yesterday. We'll talk about Oklahoma recruiter tomorrow. So if he's already proved me wrong there, if he proves me wrong as a game day head coach, well, then watch out now. You used to be on Oklahoma before you. Uh, Join the Texas Hive Mind. Watch out now. Plus six thousand. Not a bad little twenty
4: dollars. See what happens. Play. Uh this one's a little, little, little wild for me. But um, uh, I'm going to go plus five thousand for my big boy here. And I'm going to go to the Aggies. Um, <laughs> they have the talent. I mean, at the end, of the day, it starts with it starts with the, 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 we always say the Jimmies and Joe's man. It starts with the players. Like A&M has the players. They've they've beat Alabama two years ago. They were uh, within two yards of beating Alabama again last year. So, like, they had the talent to go toe-to-toe with with Bama, which means they had the talent to go toe-to-toe with anyone. They beat the shit out of your Tigers last year, too. So, like, I don't what? think there's a question of do they got the guys on the team to make an, a major impact. They do. And I finally think they have a quarterback. Connor Wegman, a quarterback right now, big fan of him. He got a nice back. Uh, you got another top receiver back as well. You got your whole um, linebacker. Get your whole line back, get the entire defense back pretty much. They returned probably some of the most returning starting talent um from last year than anyone else in the country, which was just obviously they underperformed, especially on offense. They underperformed on the offense side of the football. So you hope with the new offensive scheme, a little bit of a new offensive mindset, Jimbo takes a little bit of backseat. They evolve on that side of the football with Connor Wegman at quarterback in his second year. That you see a massive jump in improvement on offense. So and I think they can. I do I think they the can take, now when i when I look at when I look at USC, the southern cap, elite offense needs to get a little bit better on defense. Mm-hmm. I think a m's the reverse. Elite defense really, really good defense in an offense that just needs to get a little bit better to see a major jump in production. And I think they have the weapons on offense to be able to take a pretty big jump on that side of the football when it comes to, to, to points per game. So I kind of like AM at that plus 5,000 to make some noise. So to your point, Aaron, um,
3: and 7th in the country, returning 80% production. Remember 80% yeah. is the benchmark where teams tend to take a big leap and uh, 82% on offense alone, along with 77. Yeah. Out of so, so, yeah, okay. I not, not a bad play. Although how interesting, Aaron. You chose A&M over Texas. Why is that? If I was going to ask you, Brian Winters, what? Hmm. hmm. If, if both would have checked the box for
4: underdogs, why did you choose little brother? Honestly, because I didn't see Texas in the sheet that was sent to us. That's probably why. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Texas
3: plus 2,500. That's bullshit, dude.
4: What's well, that high enough? Our um, threshold was 3,000. That's why yeah, yeah you made or the rules. I'm just, you you the rules. I'm just playing by the rules. No, I'm just playing by the rules, T Bob. You said for the major ones had to be over plus three thousand. so well, um uh, 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 yeah,
3: what do you what are you are you okay? Are you having a stroke? Yeah. Are you okay? I'm sorry, guys. Aaron seemed to be gagging oh, on God. something. I don't mm. see Kirby anywhere in the room. We're on Zoom right now. Kirby, he's probably too short. Kirby, stand up. Stand up. Oh, oh, my, oh, there he is. Wow. Aaron, I'm surprised. Impressive. Started calling you Throatzilla.
4: JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU. Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and deals. J Labs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting edge tech products, are pursuing athletic greatness. Being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your
0: order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country.
2: Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. angie can even help with extremely specific projects just tell them what you need and angie will find the right solution for you get started at angie.com that's dot com, or download the app today uh
3: big 12 media voted on their preseason poll and aaron i'm sure this will make you very happy It looks like your Texas Longhorns, uh, out of sixty-seven media votes, this was crazy. So Big Twelve voted their preseason poll for how the Big Twelve is going to finish, and I'm not surprised that Texas won. When we break down the votes, I am shocked at how heavy the opinion is that Texas. Out of sixty-seven votes, the Texas Longhorns getting forty-one. To win the conference Kansas State coming second with 14 Love a little respect there, good job Uh, Then Oklahoma, just four votes Texas Tech, just four votes TCU, who just played for Natty Only gets three, and then nobody else got one Where's
4: your Kansas? Where's your your J-Hawks
3: at? Fucking ninth because these nerds don't know football. They've never even heard of Jalen Daniels, obviously. I mean, again, I'm a slave to truth. I know no other way, so I can't sit here and lie like all of you Sark boys can, just because you hope that he's going to give you access one day if he ever becomes nationally relevant. Uh, But Texas, 41 first-place votes, I think. Uh, Again, again, I'm not even going to talk about how it's wrong, because maybe I'm wrong, but add this to the mount fucking Everest of evidence that we have that Steve Sarkeesian must do good this year.
2: If That's Steve Sarkeesian honest. does
3: not do good this year, it's a travesty, a joke, and you Texas fans should not be accepting of it. And I don't mean, I mean I hope, 11, I hope, 12, I hope you 12 I mean make a playoff.
4: Yeah. I hope you're making a full, full PowerPoint presentation to 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 give the Texas fans once the season ends. Of I am. This is what you were inherited, and this is what was done with it with C. Sarkeesian as your head coach. So uh, I mean I, I've already I, compared I think, the Tom herman I think, I think too, we've got we've got the Athletics good computer to fail. models, ESPN's computer
3: models, to fail. returning yeah. production models. Uh like yeah. all the computers love them, all the humans love them. You got the media now loving him. Okay, your turn, Texas. Win something. Yeah. Well, I'm
4: with you, man. This is this is this is this is put up or shut up for Shark. Um I think he's gonna put up. I'm I'm one of those media members that just feels like They are too good and too big in a shitty conference to fail this year. And if they do, to what you're hoping is going to happen, then yes, a conversation needs to happen at the end of the season. But it's just, you can't tell me when you look, take just strip away Sark, strip away Texas, which I know it's hard to do. And you just look at the players, which this is is what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. When you look at the players, Mm -hmm. there is a major gap between texas and oklahoma and everyone else
3: how's it different from so last why year? how's it different from last year there was a major gap then as well remember no other because Big 12 this team year in the top 15 the difference
4: year. or the difference is yeah quinn Ewers has had a year to mature everyone wants to give him shit including me i gave him shit last year a little bit he was a freshman quarterback a freshman quarterback when do you take the biggest jumps from freshman to sophomore year He will make a jump He's the oldest
3: fucking freshman quarterback I've ever seen. How many seasons of football did he
4: have? No, he isn't.
3: Uh, The first season was a money grab. It was a money
4: grab to go to OSU, uh, Ohio State, when he was only 17 years old. He got paid. He came back home. A true freshman year was last year. True freshman.
3: How convenient. What convenient logic gymnastics you just... uh, Hey, more like... Even better
4: than... He's a, he's a junior in your mind. Even better for him then. There you go. So, like there you go. Second year of legitimately playing football. I'll say that. More like he Quinn. would be better. They got talented receiver. Isaiah Nayor. They needed. You know they also didn't have? A, they didn't have a legitimate number two receiver last year. Winningham was 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 he was okay. He put up good sets, wasn't an electric receiver. Isaiah Nayor is a legitimate number two receiver that's going to take a lot of pressure off of number one.
3: You're just going to ignore B. John Robinson being gone? That just doesn't matter. Texas first off. It's a first round. They got like an elite,
4: elite five-star.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they've had plenty of elite five-stars. And guess what? None of them got drafted in the first round. You're not just going to replace Bijan John Robinson. More like Quinn Ewers. That's that's the joke I've been trying to get out for five minutes now. Um, also, West Virginia finishes bottom 12, you know, absolute last. They finished 14th in the Big 12 in terms of media voting. Fire Neil Brown today. I would pre-fire him before the season just to give the boys some juice. Um, I guess they can't because of buyouts and whatnot. Uh, so go back to your Bulldogs Aaron. If they are going to win yet another national championship, um, which I don't think they're going to be able to, uh, they're probably going to do it with a pretty – Similar blueprint, if you will. You've done some uh, deep diving on this UGA mm-hmm. roster It's recruiting. How Kirby, because remember, we asked a question the other day, like, if you dropped Kirby Smart into X program, would you win a national championship? I think you would at about 15 different schools. So this blueprint has a lot of value. Aaron, what is the blueprint that Kirby Smart's employing here to have the success?
4: Well, first off, remember Alabama, so I'm on t- t- 247, 247, whatever you want to call it, AM had total points, 333.13 two years ago. Last year, uh, Alabama was at 327.65. So far this year, so this recruiting class heading in for 2024, Georgia has 26 commits at 311 points. So um, easily the number one team right now when it comes to recruiting for next year, and they're just on absolute tear. But when you really look at it, I tweeted about this the other day, which which – gets us to the, the discussion of where is football one nowadays. And, and and I'll say this until we start putting flags on these kids and, and just saying, sorry, we're not going to tackle anymore. I see, the I game like, of football is still one in the trenches. This is a credit to you T-Bob and your yeah, big boys, yeah. big uglies up off front. Right. The game is still played at the line of scrimmage. And you look at That's the right. guy who just won two national championships where he's put, where is he putting an emphasis on this off season? because he, it's not, like, it's not like Georgia doesn't have elite offensive play right now, offensive line play, or defensive line play. They have guys on both offense and defensive line that are going to be picked in the first round of the draft next year and the year after that. But he mm-hmm. continues to go out there and recruit offensive linemen and defensive linemen. Six offensive linemen that range anywhere from 6'6 six, six to 6'8 six, and five fuck? defensive linemen. Eleven of their guys committed so far in this class come at the offensive line and defensive line positions. So... You want to win and you want to learn from the best in the game right now, recruit big motherfuckers at the offensive line and defense line. That's still how you win football games. If you dominate the line of the scrimmage and you beat them up, you're going to win. Isn't it funny, man? How
3: It's I've been thinking a lot about True Detective lately. We did an HBO show ranking the other day and I mean True Detective season 1 remains just a masterpiece oh. of television. Um season 2 sucked which is disappointing because I love the cast season three was all right. I think they got a little bit um, exposition at the end, which kind of ruined it a bit, but uh, but season one's incredible, right? What does Russ Cole tell us times a flat circle. Like think about the evolution of football. Everything has changed. Um, college kids are getting paid. Now spread offices are no longer niche. They're the soup du jour. Like Everything has changed. If you were to go in a time machine back to when Minnesota was three P champions, people would think that you were watching fucking aliens play a different sport. That's how much it's changed. <laughs> but except that at its core, like you're saying, when you strip away the fluff, all the fancy finesse, at the end of the day, it remains an inherently physical game, right? the song remains the same. Um, Time is a flat circle. It's still won by just having, like you said, the biggest and baddest motherfuckers on the line, because although it's not the sexiest, although they cannot take the top off of a defense, if you can't, it's it's like a good foundation to a building, Aaron, right? When you look at like a beautiful cathedral, you're never looking at the bottom right and being like, "Look at that cornerstone. That's a beautiful cornerstone." You're like, "Whoa, look at the the filigree and look at look at like the crazy um freezes and the altars and everything and all the little k- k- calligraphic work and the angels and the demons." But what's it all built on? A fucking solid foundation. If there's cracks in the foundations, the whole thing comes fumbling down. So you can keep your your fancy gargoyle wide receivers and your beautiful pulpit of a running back. I just want solid. I don't know if limestone is a good rock or not solid marble foundation. That's exactly what the Bulldogs understand. And it reminds me a lot of what Nick Saban did back in the early 2000s when he made LSU into a monster. I mean, that's how he did it was getting the there's still more legendary D linemen from that era than any era. In LSU history, I'm pretty sure there's more NFL O lineman from that era than any era in subsequent history. So, yeah, man, it's I, I guess.
0: Look at, look at, look but, at, but here's look the problem: the guys
4: have been drafted off Georgia the past two years yeah. from the offensive defensive line. Been more of that position than any other position. So he, here's the problem with that. This is all very obvious.
3: So, why can't other people do it? You know like that's 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 the actual secret sauce. It's not like like that that that's the actual thing to to try to understand it's the perception
4: is. of the, it's, no it's the perception of of the identity of their team. like I think Michigan, I think Georgia. I think I think big boys that can move people and dominate the line of scrimmage. I mm-hmm. think Ohio State, I think USC, I think Clemson, I think offense, soft, you receivers. Like fancy so like, lads. Yeah, the fancy lads. So like as a recruit, you take that into account. Like, where has, been, where has the most successful offensive line and defensive line play been? It's been at Michigan, it's been at Georgia, it's been here, it's been there. It hasn't been at these schools. They take that into account. They want to go to a place that has a rich tradition of, of kicking ass in the line of scrimmage and then getting drafted to the NFL.
2: Like, yeah, if I'm an I offensive mean,
4: lineman, what does Ohio State really get me juiced about? Like, I think Ohio State, I think spread offense, throwing the football. I don't think offensive line play. I'd go to Michigan. That's why Michigan's yeah. had success. They've gone into Ohio and said, Hey, you big boys, do you want to play this soft brand of football? or You want to come to Michigan and be a bunch of badasses? Well, we'd go, I'd go to Michigan. They've taken those dudes, have flipped the switch, and now are playing bully ball against Ohio State.
3: I think I think I think you're I think that's a definite element of it, and maybe the other piece is just Kirby's better at landing those guys because Kirby's better at landing all guys, right, yeah. but then again, but then you look at like in an Alabama, and that's where I get confused because Alabama's still stacked talent at that position, and yet they've yeah. lost their intimidation factor. like I don't know how it's possible. They still have all the talent, but the offensive line has been nothing to write home about nope. the last nope. couple of years, like Bryce Young had to bail them out it seemed like constantly for the last two seasons. So I, I don't, I don't know exactly how he does it, but, um, I don't like hearing it because I hate that Georgia looks like they're going to stay very good for a long time, but, uh, yep. well, there you go. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. fuck me. Um, and finally we arrive at what you'll all been waiting for. And that is the Northwestern football hazing scandal. Um, So in case you missed it, uh, the Northwestern Student Newspaper um, was contacted by a whistleblower on the football team. And, uh, well, he told the student paper um, about some allegations of some hazing that was going on. And the school did an investigation they find out it's true or, you know, I guess, excuse me, I don't know if I'm allowed to like legally say that Uh, they investigate the allegations and they give Pat Fitzgerald a two week suspension. He's like, I didn't know about any of this. They're like, okay. And now they're coming back. They're like, well, you should know. they're going to, he's probably going to end up getting fired. I actually don't care about the Pat Fitzgerald stuff. That is what it is. It's actually a perfect excuse for Northwestern to get rid of a coach that is clearly failing at this point um, and not have to pay the big buyout that I'm sure that he has. Uh, What is shocking to me level or Aaron is the hazing itself, um, where I, and, and I want to be clear. I'm basically, uh, I have a PhD in homoerotic hazing in that I've experienced both sides of it, um, at varying levels of homoeroticism. Uh, generally the most homoerotic was when I was younger, you know, kind of like beginning of high school type stuff, me and on a spiritual retreat, I may have been a, part of a group of people that did a um a naked olympics uh and then as i got older it tended to maybe get a bit more like violent a little less homoerotic kind of be whatever so so the point is i'm not someone that's good to talk to about the moral or ethical implications is it right or is it wrong i just want to explore getting the mindset of these northwestern players because in college their version of hazing one of the activities they would do consistently was called Uh, running people or, or, or getting ran. And what this would consist of according to the newspaper is uh, around like 12 players putting on purge like masks and Mm -hmm. then holding down the player being hazed and dry humping him. And, and I just, I just have so many questions. I'll start here though. First Aaron UGA, did y'all do any hazing? Did you have anything along those lines?
4: No, we actually did not do any hazing. Uh think actually the only hazing we did and this actually stopped after my second year because we had a top recruit with Isaiah Crow who had dreads who crow dog. told coach Rick, yeah, Crowdog, so Crow that if he if he came if he would not commit to Georgia if his if his hair got cut. Mm. Um so the only hazing like I remember my freshman year they like you know, one day they would put some weird stuff in your hair, like make some crazy design. You have to wear it for the day to like practice into the lunchroom and all that good stuff. And then after that, we just shave our heads off. So like that—that that was the extent of 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 hazing, uh, which I said ended after you know finally a recruit kind of had the balls to say no, 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 I'm not going to commit if you make me do this. But um, I don't get it. I really <laughs> don't. I, I don't know. I've just never been. <laughs> a big no. haze guy i don't get the whole fraternity thing like uh, especially a football team like why do you want to beat the shit out of your own teammates i get so look i get
3: hazing I because uh. as like a rite of passage thing right you not want to, to do the extreme that, though something done, no, no, fun
4: I, and, silly and silly look
3: look i'm I, again i'm not specifically speaking of northwestern right here but i understand the concept of hazing like i get it yeah. i i've i've seen as a freshman in high school right when like We used to get our ass beat at the football camp, like literally like, like get down. They would like freeze like rubber sharks and other stuff and just whip the shit out of you. But once you did it, you were then accepted, right? You were kind of into the club, right? So like I've been on, I've been through these at LSU at the end of camp, we'd have a jump in day essentially where the last day of camp, everybody went to the locker room and it was just a roving band of upperclassmen, uh, assaulting. Uh, the freshman one by one, but again, more in like a pain sort of way. Nothing over the top, but you know, slappy, maybe a little punchy, a little kicking, maybe like a little lift up okay, whatever. Like naked? not a big deal. Um, No, maybe yes, maybe no. Cause it was just in the locker rooms and when they kind of caught you. Um, But it was kind of self police, like nothing ever got too crazy again. And it was one day, bam, you're well, in. What's okay? it, like,
4: I'm sure Northwestern has a feeling right now. Like I'm sure those kids, a bunch of kids are just like you who feel like nothing the, this isn't crazy yes. this isn't no no truth.
3: i know i know because when you're in it it doesn't feel weird so sometimes you need for the you light. It did it but i'm sure
4: there are for other guys that probably did feel a little no weird. i know
3: but for a lot it does not and all i'm pointing out is the absurd nature of the northwestern hazing sometimes you need the light of normal society shined upon these things and all of a sudden you're like guys what the fuck are we doing